Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Welcome to episode 96 of the ENS Wolves Podcast. I'm your host Nathan Judah and that was Stay With Me by Shakespeare's sister. That was a message on behalf of all Wolves supporters to Mr Timothy Spears following his no-show on Saturday. He was the reason why Wolverhampton Wanderers finished up with Neil Poir. Tim, stay with me, coming in, are you there? Mr. Timothy Adam Spears. And what a reference that is, by the way. Shakespeare's I mean, sister. I remember mean, what a classic that was. Classic, and, and also on my on my run list. I, I do like what? a bit of eighties, a bit of eighties ballad. And, do you, do you uh, run in slow motion like you're on the moon? No, no, but it's just a great tune. It's one of one, one of the most iconic. Yeah, it really gets the heart pumping. Oh, honestly, video good as well with the, the, the demonic woman as well. Love it, love it, love it. Um, I can just see you kind of ending ending your run like with your arms in the air apart, like, yeah. like the guy in Shawshank when he, when he swam through the river. Like, stay it's a, with... A fist, fist clenched, fist clenched. Um, people not knowing what I'm listening to, but yeah, that, that and a bit of Madonna and you're good to go. Um, right. That, but yeah, yeah, I and mean, we missed you, miss you, pal. And um, we're both in different locations. You were debating, we were debating off air whether this is the the first time we've done this. You're in Shea Spears, I'm in Shea Jude. We're both not in the office. Um, and uh, so far, I can hear you loud and clear. How is it in the um, in the IKEA clad, decked out uh, Shea Spears? Uh, the microphone is perched on an IKEA table. Um, oh, I'm sat on. Yourself. I'm sat on an IKEA bed. <laughs> Uh, I can see an IKEA chest of drawers. I think um, you need to uh, take a picture of this for for podcast. Uh, sure maybe maybe some sort of um, Insta- for Instagram. Instagram. Have your have your cleaners gone? You was you was just saying your cleaners are there. Are they, yeah, uh... house helps. House helps. <laughs> I could bloody do with a cleaner. Honestly. Uh, you got the missus. Get complaints. Get complaints. Um, yeah, yeah, they're just about the vintage too. Uh, really hard. For do you know you, you, you say that, Mrs. Mrs. Cleaning? Yeah. I mean, have you heard of this this woman called Hinch? Called who? Hinch. Who's that? It's this new craze, which is what? the best craze I've ever heard of in my life, because it means that the missus absolutely loves cleaning. What? Hinch? It's this thing. What? It's just some woman, some Essex bird, blonde Essex bird. Oh, um, how are you talking? <laughs> she's like a got this huge following of like a million people on Instagram. Right. She makes people buy all the bright cleaning products, and she's cleaning every day and putting stories and pictures on Instagram. And she's got a huge following. She was on this morning the other day. What, what, um, and what's the what's the purpose? Just to get people cleaning in their own their own houses? Yeah, I think she gives like expert tips as to how to get the stains out, which you know we could all do with. Well, and, we could um, all do with that, Tim. 
and <laughs> the women love it. I bet they do. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's. I think it's the best craze I've ever heard of. Hinch, Hinch, that's huge. She's called Hinch, and 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 like the, the Hinch followers. Kind of. And and if if they buy loads of cleaning products that she tells them to, they call it a Hinch haul. Oh really? H a u l, and it's all very strange. I was in uh, yeah, no, Wales no, no, uh, with Mrs. Before. on. Um, at the weekend and uh, she found loads of cleaning products that they don't sell in England and she's getting extremely excited I just don't this is huge for you this is absolutely massive it is massive isn't it you're actively encouraging Hinch throughout the Uh, house yeah so try and get yours into it mate yeah I do definitely yeah because I mean you know there's nothing nothing worse than coming back to a a messy house and me sitting on the sofa wanting my tea and and, you know not not knowing where the remote is (laughs) incredibly frustrating um, I've just got to clear something up quite early in the podcast oh, today. Oh, God. We haven't made another error, have we? Talk, talking of misses and, and talking of not being at the game at the weekend. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, there are a few rumours knocking around on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and it and it snowballed to the it extent where, where someone texted me yesterday or messaged yeah. me to say, congratulations, I heard you got no. married. <laughs> no. Straight up. No! 100% straight up. Oh my god, that is absolutely superb. Somebody jokingly replied to your tweet saying, no spears today, saying, oh, I heard he's off getting married. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can confirm I was not. <laughs> I was not. You accepted their, their engagement gift though, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no truth to those filthy allegations. Uh, well, so, so what did happen then? Talking about filthy. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, what happened? Where were you? Oh, I, I just I went away to Langollen for a weekend. Very nice. To where? Gollum. Langollen. It's it's way way below the kind of place that you you'd end up. <laughs> it's literally it's in the middle of nowhere. It oh, was really? fantastic. I had no phone signal for forty eight hours. It's absolutely glorious. Oh, that is glorious. I was trying to check the wolf score and I couldn't. Oh, please come on! You were watching it on iFollow. No, I um, no, we were on a walk in the middle of nowhere. I was trying to check the score. I couldn't, couldn't find it. There's no oh, internet. Really? No signal. Fan- fantastic middle of nowhere. Beautiful. Little private hot tub. Oh, oh huge. I bet that got used. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> 37.5 degrees. Any, oh, uh, any, four, any four course meals? Any cook? No, no rosemary uh, sprigs for you. Oh, goodness. Weekend. No, staying clear of the rosemary. In fact, I've just, just got back from the supermarket and I bought some rosemary. Um, but it's already it's freshly cut up, so there's no kind of spine on it. So it's like child's child's rosemary. <laughs> yeah, I could just I was I was uh, I listened to the uh, the podcast on the way back home from South End last night. What? 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 It's not, it's not the rosemary. That was, that was a seven hour round trip to watch that bilge. Um, and, was that three uh, nil South End Walsall by any chance? Oh goodness me! Honestly, you know when I, you know when you. You know when you put yourself down for a fixture to go and cover it, thinking, "Well, let's show Willing here." You know, we're giving Warsaw a good a good run this year, and then you know you look at the fixture at at two thirty, and you put it into ways, and it says four hours fifteen minutes with three oh, accidents, no. and you go, "Wow!" It's not like it's a treat when you get there, is it? Really? No, it's not. I mean, you know, it's one cross off the list routes all, but uh, you know, I, I won't be going there in a hurry. <laughs> not good. Not good. Um, what time did you get back last night? Um, I actually raced back. I got home for quarter past two in the morning, so I was buzzing, to be fair. And the speeding fine on the way there for Nathan? Well, you, actually, you say that. I'm actually... Don't we, we, I've forgotten about it until you mentioned that. On the way back, 
I was on the I think it was M one, um, coming back up and um, it was one of those. It was on a motorway, so it was National Simulator 70, 70 miles an hour. But you know the digital digital um, thingy saying fifty, which you know they just yes. say fifty, but not they're not really fifty, are they? Because they're seventy still. But you know they they change depending on you know whether there's an accident or not. So I'm still going. I'm going at sixty, which I think is fair enough. You know, I know it says fifty, but sixty I think you know it's it's, it's, it's common sense. Isn't yeah, it? exactly right. So I'm going at 60, went past one of the camera things and it all flashed. I'm like, oh no. So I really hope that it was just, you know, lightning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. You can't get another one. You could do. Well, I, I know. What is the points? I mean, you know, it's points mean prizes. I, I'm not too bothered about the fines. I mean, I'm bothered about the fines. I mean, you know, Austria went from, or Austria, Switzerland went from, from laughable to a joke and to frustrating. It's more the points for me, you know what I mean? So I can't, I can't get three points. Well, incredibly, I'm on zero at the moment. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I was wondering, actually, because I was listening to another podcast uh, the other day. What? How dare you? Um, By the way, have you listened to hours from last week? Because you, you, did, you did upset me last week by saying, I haven't listened to hours for a couple of weeks. I'm like, what do you mean you don't listen to it? Is this enough for you? <laughs> um, I've, listen, I've listened to another one within this, this parish, actually. Nice. Um, and I was just wondering if you had a spare, spare 1,500 quid you could lend me at all? Or? 1,500 quid. No. Oh, we're talking about Halloween here. <laughs> uh, it wasn't 1,500 quid. I right? believe it was. I it was to... on the Warsaw podcast. It wasn't 1,500. Uh, it, well, it depends. Well, yeah, it depends how you look at it. Right, yeah. I may have bought one or two items for Halloween this year. We like to go all out at Shea Judah for the, for the young children in the area who come for their, their sweets, and um, we, we put on a bit of a show for them. So, you know, that involves some expense. Uh, from myself and my wife to make things um, spooktacular, as they say, and, uh, and yeah, I, I, th- I think it's fantastic making effort, and you, you've got the big American link and all that. But it's just it's mm. the mm. it's inviting the neighbourhood's kids round that <laughs> I, I can't get my head around. You, you, you're either like Father Christmas or Michael Jackson. I can't work it out yet. Yeah, a bit of a cross between both. To be fair, <laughs> we've got we, we, so we have um, so we've got about. 15 to 16 pumpkins outside as we speak and um, we've got a huge spider web from the top the top floor um, right the way into the tree we've got hands all over the trees we've got a graveyard and um, we've got little candle lights leading up to um, a bit like Hansel and Gretel up into the house and um, from the from the street trying to get strangers to come through to our to our porch area um, what else have we got? Um, yeah, that, so that, that got, concerns got, me, that kind of luring people yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, luring for sweets. Um, we've got three or four, um, let's say, demonic Frankenstein mummies slash witches cauldrons um, as you go past a motion sensors that let out a screech. We've got a huge pumpkin there that howls. Um, do do you make the got? news? Are you, are you in like the Dorridge Times? I, I am the Dorridge Times. Uh, <laughs> um what else have we got? Um, oh, yeah, so our big exten- expense this year was a projector. So we've, so we've invested in a projector, so hence why the budget has been ramped up, so to speak, this year, which we can use the projector again, you know, if we need to watch a movie on a on a wall, I guess, rather than our plasma screen. I guess, you know, well, yeah, I mean, it's there. And uh, so we're going to be beaming holograms of ghosts um, and, and demons onto our house and also in thin air, so it looks like there's ghosts all around the house. Uh, we've got a practice night on the 29th, for the unveiling on the 31st. Um, and also, while 
the kids and their families come up to the front door when my wife answers, you know, along with my two beautiful Pomeranians dressed in outfits. I don't answer. I rush around the side and then we'll go through into the car, into, into the car, which is all blacked out, go through the middle seat to the to um, the, the window that's open. So when they come back out, I'm going to be like um, a mummy saying, help me, help me. So a bit of live actor banter. I think you need a bit of help. Really? <laughs> Doesn't everyone do this? Are you joking? No one does this. Um, please take some... Well, I'm, I'm, well I, I ask you to take pictures and put them online. I don't think you need any encouragement to do that. Uh, so yes, we all look forward to seeing what it looks like. No one knows where I live. It's all okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll stick out like a sore thumb. Next door, I've got, I've got, I've got one pumpkin. So you know, it's. <laughs> and I know who lives next door. That is, a, that is a poor effort. <laughs> um, should we talk about those wolves? Yeah. Do we have to? Do we have to? Well, uh, first of all, you, you earlier mentioned Instagram, a week, which we kicked off the show with last week, and I've got to Indeed. say... Oh, yes. Go on, yes. Hit me just with some Instagram a, a, bands. A, a fabulous response, um, blown away by um, the speed with which we gained some followers. Um, I didn't mention the um, Instagram details on Twitter purposely, just yeah. mentioned them on the podcast so that only people were, that were listening knew about it at first. Like um, fantastic it, response. Um, 417 followers already. Yo! Um, lots really? of likes, seventy likes on the most recent pictures. Um, so yeah, very very good. Um, that thanks, is superb. Thanks for all the support, everybody. Um, we'll have a little bit more on that later in um, in a in a one off segment. Oh, teaser, love it, love it, love it, love it. Stay um, tuned, Thomas Duffy. <laughs> oh, stay tuned, Tommy boy. Um, Watford two, Wolves nil. Uh, Tim, I know you didn't see the game as such, but I'm sure you've. Um, read about it, uh, watched it back and, and heard lots of it. I mean, um, they were poor. They were under par. Um, the midfield, for the first time, got completely negated by Watford. And I think Watford were... I don't think anyone can have any grumbles as to uh, the final result team. But a bit of a disappointing end to what's been a fantastic run. Um, I've seen some extended highlights and I, I almost watched the whole game Wow! back thanks to... Uh, the generosity of Howling Wolf. Ow! Ow. Uh, one of uh, our favourite listeners <laughs> who um, sent me, you wouldn't believe this, he sent me a USB with the full match on it. No, he did not. How has he done that? Um, I, I, I have no idea. That is fair play, by the um, way, Howling. But I can't get it to I work. Mean, it's illegal, it probably, but still. <laughs> probably. It doesn't work on my TV. Uh, on my laptop, it just says the the files there howling, um, but it says it's not supported. So I've got to get our going to get our. This this computer's got a virus. We've got all your card details. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, so um, I'm going to get our IT bods on it tomorrow, and and hopefully watch the game before we go to Brighton on Saturday. Right. Okay. Um, but I've seen bits of it. Um, yeah. I think it's. Um, I think it's it's just. It's where Wolves are at at the moment. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they only they only very narrowly beat West Ham with a yeah. with a last minute winner, and you remember that great save um, that Jimenez made from Arnautovic mm-hmm. ten minutes from time. So they could have easily lost at West Ham. They only scored once against Burnley, despite their dominance. Um, a tight game at Crystal Palace again, indebted to a really good Patricio save. Yeah. So these games could have gone either way. Man City hit the woodwork three times. Could have easily have lost that yeah. one as well. Yeah. So they just happened to lose this one. Um, not 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 a heavy defeat, but two goals in a minute have just absolutely killed them. Um, yeah. 
and I think it's just it's just indicative where of where Wolves are right now, which which is a very good mid table team. But mm. so are Watford, I think, and and I think on this occasion, from what I've seen and what I've read, you pay more um, attention on their good performance because they came with a game plan. They completely nullified Wolves' midfield, yeah. um, and it seems like several Wolves players had an off day, and you can afford for one or two to not play very well and to get through that game but it seems like four, five, six, maybe even seven were just not at the races and you're never going to get a result when um, when you've got that kind of form so um, No, these, a, these are season Premier League players you know Will Hughes was, was, was superb and Kapue was excellent and Delfeo gave Johnny an absolute shocker you know hell of a, hell of a day really yeah. he pulled pretty quickly you know it, but like you say there is an argument that you know Southampton game, the Crystal Palace game, that Wolves haven't been great, but you know they've, they've got the result, and not only have they got the result as an appointment, you know they've, they've got maximum, which is huge. Nuno did kind of speak towards the end of his press conference about maybe they maybe take it for granted, maybe they took the foot off the gas, so to speak. That's the first time he's kind of insinuated that um, for a long time now. now do you think that that maybe that that might have been the case, or do, do you feel that just you know end of the day, if you if you're not going to play particularly well in the Premier, you're going to get beat? I think it's just one of those days, to be honest. I, I, I said this after the Leicester defeat, where people want reasons and they want to know exactly why 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 you haven't won and what's gone wrong. Sometimes you know you're just not going to beat your best, and another team's going to beat you and, and come up with a a decent game plan mm-hmm. to get round you. And Watford, as you say. Played very very well, um, and Wolves are obviously below par. I mean, Watford were missing a few key players. You know, the two of their top defenders were out suspended. Troy Deeney was out injured, so you would expect Wolves to put up a better show than that. Yeah. But um, Andre Gray was on the bench, so they had, they had plenty of changes. I mean, maybe that helped. Maybe, maybe that that actually worked in their favour, especially with internationals, etc. You know, cause maybe they, maybe they looked a bit I, jaded Wolves, but then it's easy to say that, isn't it? It's easy to say international break, and I think only Johnny can really be afforded that excuse because he had the uh, adrenaline. High, more of a, more of a mental kind of thing. The fact that he's gone and played for Spain twice, obviously, arguably the highlight of his whole career. Yeah. Um, and then played England, and then comes back a few. What was that? The Tuesday night, the England game, and then mm-hmm. comes back a few days later for Watford at home. So that must be difficult to sort of get your head around, I think. Yeah. Um, rather than physically, so maybe he was a little bit all over the place mentally. Ha- obviously, hadn't prepared right because ideally, you want a week's worth of preparation at Compton. So he obviously hasn't had the, the normal preparations and um, just couldn't get his hand on it. Mind you, Hel- you know, Helder Costa was, was fairly decent. Um, second half, wasn't he, for a few people were saying. And yeah, he done these high with Portugal. So uh, He was fine. He was fine. I didn't, you know, he didn't really stand out to me massively. Um, but he definitely wasn't one of, the, one of the, you know, the bottom two or three, so to speak. It's I mean, international, but it's, it's an easy excuse to make, I think, but... I think I think it it could be a good defeat in the long run, and and there there is such a thing as a good defeat. You know, we saw it with the Cardiff home game early last year. That was a very good defeat for Wolves because mm-hmm. they learned to be street smart and street wise after that because they were roughed up by Cardiff that day, and they didn't really let them let it happen to them again. So he's got to come up with a bit of a plan to negate um, a team packing out a midfield and a narrow midfield because Southampton did the same. They were quite narrow and chock a block in midfield. Watford pretty narrow and chock a block in midfield, and um, and it's kind of sort of stopped Wolves playing. Now Wolves got through that Southampton game, but they didn't get through Saturday. So he needs to come up with something to counteract it, and um, I'm sure that they'll be working on that on, on the training ground because otherwise, you know, there's a lot of very astute 
um, managers and coaches in this division, and they'll soon work out how to how to stop Wolves. So right, I think well, I think I think it, I think it could be could be a good defeat, um, and and I think it'll force force his hand now mm-hmm. in terms of changing the team, which um, I've been calling we'll for for a little that. for a little amount of time now. Certainly in the yeah. forward areas, um, and I think there's a couple of places you can freshen the team up. So I think that now gives him an excuse to do that, um, and I think that's what we'll see on Saturday. Okay, good stuff. So we've got the the uh, one of your, one of your favourite segments, uh, Timothy, and that is the worry ometer. The worry ometer. Okay. So zero, zero is not worried at all. Absolutely fine. Um, delighted with him, and ten is very, very worried. Absolutely shocked, and um, probably needs to make a change. Okay. Do you understand that? Do you uh, yes. That I need a number. Are you sure? I do. I, you know. <laughs> I was just trying to find my drink then and I completely didn't listen to it but I think I'm going to get through it right okay, okay. <laughs> by the way sorry if it, the, might, the sound might not be amazing um, in this episode just because uh, like I say we're both in remote locations and we've both got different um, wireless microphones in but hopefully um, we're, we're, we're as clear as, as, as we can be but it might not be 100% superb but hopefully you can you know it's not um um, stopping your enjoyment of the podcast, right? Okay, worry on meter on Diogo Jota. Diogo Jota. Hmm. I mean, nothing's changing for him. It's we're seeing the same week after week. Uh, plenty of effort and endeavour. Um, I'm not short of ideas necessarily either, but it's just not just not coming off for him where it counts in and around the penalty area. And I think putting him on the bench will will do him a bit good, to be honest, because he's probably trying too hard and could do with being taken out the firing line. Um, and I think there's a player raring to go uh, mm. in his place. And I don't understand why Nuno hasn't made this change so far because Cavalera, you know, can be trusted defensively, which I think is is Nuno's issue with Traore. We've we saw last year, you know, Cavalera more more than does it now. He tracks back and does the dirty work. So I don't understand why that change hasn't been made. Um, and, and Jota's going to come on, isn't he? Because I mean, what one thing we do know about Nuno and Cav is that he never ever lasts more than seventy minutes. He's always pulled at seventy. Um, yeah. So you know, that's a perfect time for for someone like a Jota to come on and really really change things. Then and you know, it might just give him a little bit of a. You know, take him out the the firing zone, so to speak, and it might just be a little bit of pressure off his shoulders, really, that he can come and, come on and make an impact. Yeah, I agree because he's he probably short of confidence and and probably doubting himself and probably wondering if he can cut it at this level, which would be natural kind of worries to have. You know, Matt Doherty was saying after the Leicester away game when he scored an own goal and had a terrible day that he was he was doubting himself. So every player goes through those um, those emotions, and I'm sure that's the case with Jota at the moment. No goals, no assists, and and not really contributing too much in in that sense so um yeah it, it it is a bit worrying in the short term but but not in the long term i, I think um he's still very young he's very young <laughs> he's 21 um I cannot forget that so um he's a special player and he'll get through this for sure right you know about a couple of minutes ago when he said you understood the game <laughs> oh come on all right all right bloody hell uh, i'll give you a six a six, right? Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it a seven. Um, Johnny, Johnny, who um, was pulled for for Ruben Vinagre, uh, pretty quickly, and um, was it just an off day for Johnny, or is it something? There's a few people saying and Vinagre. I thought was the pick of the Wolves players um, when he came on, and uh, a couple of really good balls, and and would have got or would have should was unlucky not to to get Wolves back in the game. You know, I actually think Vinagre's looked good when he's come on uh, this season so far. Would it be one where he's pushing for a first-team place at the expense of Johnny? Please talk about Johnny. Um, I mean, whenever Vinagra comes on, he's um, often Wolves are p- 
perhaps chasing the game a little bit or it's last few minutes and he's got a license to attack and we're not really seeing that all round game, 90 minute performance, can you defend, etc. And that's his weakness is his defensive aspect. So I think that's why Johnny will stay in the team. Um, and just an off day, I think. I mean, he, he started yeah. the season a little bit slowly <clears throat> with the Everton-Leicester games, just getting used to it. And then we saw him really kick on from sort of Man City onwards and really contribute and he got his goal against Southampton and he was uh, fantastic at West Ham away and uh, yeah, pretty much every game since then. So um, like I said, I think you can attribute it to the fact that he's he's, he's been away with Spain and you yeah. can forgive him this one game and course, um, hopefully be back to normal at Brighton. So uh, I'm not worried at all. It would be a, it'd be a one, I think. Uh, one, right, okay. Um, Ruben, 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 Ruben Nevsin spotted in a Tesco Express recently. How dare he go shopping for food? Um, absolutely shocking news. A disgrace um, to the public um, for him being spotted out. And uh, what's his score? <laughs> okay. Um... Apparently, apparently, apparently there was a story on the Express and Star today. Did you see that? Uh, no. Yeah, no, I haven't been, I haven't been uh, working today. It's slow news day at the Express and Star, apparently, today. Right. Um, Did you write it? No, I'm not uh, Not in today, Nathan. No. Okay. Um, no, no, not necessarily worried about Neves. Uh, no, not at all, really. Um, I think he's been slightly overshadowed by Martin, by the excellence of Martinho. But, so he's not kind of dominating games like he was in the Championship. So... Um, mm. But he's uh, no, not not worried about him at all. He'll he'll start to come into his own, I think, as as the season goes on. So, so another uh, one. It would be another one. Okay, um, two. Not worried, so to speak. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, we're we're still doing Royal Madrid. Two players, um, Dendonka. So we haven't seen him yet. So it's very difficult to see whether we're worried about him or not. But does there come a point where? He's got to at least be on the bench. Otherwise, there might be some sort of underlying problem here or maybe he's not quite up to it or he's not progressing the way that Nuno wanted him to. Um, I think the issue with Dendonka... I mean, if, if Wolves are losing every week, I think I think we'd have seen him in the team by now. But um, they haven't been... It's, it's a bit strange for me that he's not on the bench. Um, it's fantastic for Courtney Hawes that he is on the bench, not that he's been used yet, but... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, great for him to be involved in it all. Then Donker. Uh, I think the issue is he came back after the World Cup, uh, lacking fitness. Um, I know Tim, but look where look we're in. we're nearly in November now. Yeah, no, I know. Um, and he's um, he's been training every week, training hard. And I think the issue is getting used to how Nuno wants him to play. So that's in terms of formation, style of play. Um, speed and fitness and tempo as well. Um, so what I think, is he then? What, 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 where does Nuno want him to play? I would imagine long term he'll be the right centre back, um, but there's no room for him in the in the team at the moment. Why he's not why he's not been on the bench, I don't know. But why he's not involved in the team is because I think he's just taken a little while to get used to mm-hmm. um, getting used to it all. And to be honest, we've had the same issue with Traore, but he's <laughs> he's getting action off off the bench because he can uh, change games with his. With his speed and his and his uh, trickery and his creativity and whatnot, but with Dendonka, can he come on and change the game for a positive? No, he'd probably come on if a player was injured. And if he's not if he's not yet ready, then what's the rush? You know, this guy, um, long term contract, twelve million pound deal, which comes into force in the season. Um, he's going to be at Wolves for a long time, and I think um, the difference between the um, Belgian top flight and the English top flight is huge. Um, and he's just taking a little while to adjust. That's all. So a number, a number. 
Having not seen him play, it's a, it's a difficult one. But you know, from speaking to people at the club, there's no there's no issue with him, and he and he will be involved soon. Yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to be another Isaac Okoronkwo or anything like that. So um, or Stephen Muyakolo, um, or Silvio, or anyone like that. I, I think I think we will see him involved soon. So uh, no, not worried yet. Just slightly concerned that he hasn't that he's still two months on. You know, not ready. Mm. Um, so I think you'd say a two, but but long term. Uh, long term, no, not, not not a big issue yet, no. Okay, and for the same reasons, Adama Traore. Uh, worried about him in terms of his in performances. In terms of where he's going to fit in in this team, and and whether he does fit in in this team, and I mean, uh, when I'm talking about team, I'm talking about starting eleven. I mean, I've said before, I yeah, st- I still find it a strange signing, and uh, as the weeks go on, it becomes stranger still to me because. Cavalera's probably overtaken him in the pecking order now, certainly in terms of when he comes off the bench. Um, and I think Cavalera will be the one... Can keep hold of this pen? Because I keep hearing it dropping every single time. <laughs> I think, I think um, Cavalera will start ahead of Traore um, if he changes the team on Saturday. So he's he's probably a bit disillusioned as to why he didn't get a start after that mm. glut of early stellar performances yeah. um, against Man City, West Ham when he scored... Man United, electrifying he was, absolutely electrifying. So why hasn't he and Leicester as well his debut? So why? So he he'd earned a start in my eyes. Yeah. yeah. From those performances, he's probably a bit disillusioned. What 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 more have I got to do? Mm-hmm. Is what he would have said, uh, either in his head or to Nuno. Um, and his performances have tailed off a little bit in recent weeks. You, you can't make that impact every time from the bench. It's almost no. impossible. Um, you need to get into a rhythm, playing week after week. He's not doing that. So concerning for him, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> struggling to see where he fits long term into this first team because mm. um, you see Nuna get so frustrated with him on the touchline more than any other player, and he, and he and he brings him across to speak to him as well, and he's a lengthy chat with him before he comes on more than any other player again. So yeah. strange one, really strange one. An awful lot of money to spend for someone who's not going to start. Mm-hmm. He's fit. Uh, he's made a contribution, goal and assists. What what more's he got to do? So, concerned in terms of his performances? No, not really, because he's contributed well. But in terms of the overall situation, it is, it's a weird one. It's up there. It's a 7 or an 8, isn't it? Oh, there you go. With a number at the end. He's learning. Fair play. Right, are we ready to move on to a different segment? Segmento. Another one. Another one. Another one. Well, one, 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 one that we love. Hit, miss or meh? No, no, no. no. It's on special occasions. Um... Should we answer some peeps' questions, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's answer some peeps' questions. Okay, we can't be too long on this because we, we've just got so much to talk about, Tim. We're going to talk about the fans' parliament after this as well, um, a little brief discussion. So um, we'll pick some selected questions, shall we? Okay. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> right. right, Mark Richards, uh, pre- and after-match music, can they sack the heavy metal? Rubbish. I'm from the Black Country. Um, I'll send them a playlist. What do you think of the music and, and what's played at Molyneux these days? Oh, it's like playing Café Del Mar. I mean, it's massively gone up. Mm. Um, I'm not sure what heavy metal they do play. I can't remember. What's he mean? No. No. No? No. Your your thoughts? Do you like uh, it? I don't know. I'm outside with the fans by that point. I don't really listen to it. You're busy typing. I think I don't mind it. I mean, I love I love all the fireworks and stuff like that. It's huge. I just I'm just waiting for the new, the next light show. When do we get a new light show? Uh, well, I presume for Spurs at home uh, oh. next weekend. Night night Saturday night game. Saturday That's going to kick off, isn't it? Yeah, 
Absolutely. There'll be some. You out in town after that Saturday night? Uh, no, probably not. Oh, he'll be out, peeps. He'll be the one in the hoodie and the cap, <laughs> looking down at the floor. And um, the, 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 the pre-match stuff, just touching it, I mean, they're trying very hard. I mean, they've got a new presenter now, haven't they, pre-match, trying to G up the stands, oh, um, yeah, which I thought yeah, was yeah. pretty cringe, to be honest. Um, mm. but I, this isn't necessarily criticism, Wolves. This is this is pretty much every ground these days. But they blare, blast music out. They yeah. scream down the microphone. All the way up to... Oh, I tell you what, I can't do with people screaming down the microphone. It puts me <laughs> right up. But, but every club does it. You, you, you can't hear yourself think at some grounds yeah. where they haven't got the, the speaker system right. Mm-hmm. And then it all goes up literally to one second before kickoff. Yeah. And then it stops. And then the ground's silent. And everyone's yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to gather yeah. their thoughts. And it kills the atmosphere for me. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hear fans sing before a match. Nobody else. Would you sing in the press box? <laughs> no, no, but you can't, you cannot be two sets of fans going at each other before a game. Were, were you one of those people though? Used to sing? Did you used to sing all the time, like properly get you belt it, belt out a tune, or were you more kind of like half-hearted? Um, and at away game, I, I would go for it properly. A hundred percent. Would you give 100%. a bit? Of, would you give a little bit of come on then to the fans if they were right next to you? Uh, I used to when I was growing up, when I was 14, did 15. Did you? I bet you did. We, we, you would point them and then point them outside. Yeah, and that's you're it. The first yeah, yeah, one yeah. running off, wouldn't you? God, I hope I don't see him afterwards. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Flicking the bees. nails in front of 3,000 Wolves fans. I'm like, yeah, I'll see you outside, Dave. Knowing <laughs> full well that I'm getting straight on the official club coach, <laughs> which is right by the exit. <laughs> With your programme and your half and half scarf and your, and your drumstick lolly. <laughs> I love you though, mate. I love you. <laughs> Neil Daddy, will the Express and Star support our Carla Kimi testimonial match? And who would be the ideal opposition? Wolves versus Nigeria sounds good. Uh, yes and yes. Pretty yes, simple one. Yep. Yeah, very yeah, good. Absolutely. Sounds good. Of course it would. 100%. Um, Diddler um, Fionton Flanagan asks. Uh, oh? Literally, Fion, Fionton Flanagan. From, uh, from where? Um, Ireland. I don't know. I don't want to click on the thing. Do you want me to have a look? Yeah. Okay, here we go. One second. Can't be doing this interaction with people. Um, doesn't say too much, really. Big Wolves fans, though, apparently. Doesn't what, say what, do they, what do they look like? Uh, there's not. It's just the Wolves emblem. Oh. Disappointing, really. And I've had to click off my screen for pictures. Okay, we're back. That was frustrating, Tim. You've done me there. Okay, have they got a question? Yeah, they've got a question. I've just got to go back to it now. Um, they ask, um, well, I say, oh, fiance, I don't know, that's a girl or a boy, really. So I pull, apologies. Wow. Um, is it finally time to put Dendonka on the bench? So would you would you move in for Halls on Saturday? It's such a difficult one for me to answer because I haven't seen Dendonka in anything but a couple of Carling Cup games. Yeah. Courtney Halls, we haven't seen him for a while again, apart from Carling Cup. They both did well in the Carling Cup. <sighs> It's <laughs> tricky. Who do you take off the bench for him? You know, he's got Sace there as well. We know what he can do. Mm. Okay. Um, Dave, you spend twelve million on him. You've got to get him on the bench somewhere. Well, we haven't spent anything yet. He's pay later on. Pay later on. Pay as you play. Play further down the line. Is it? Is it January? We have to pay him twelve million. No, it's the end of the season. But it is. It's a hundred percent an obligation. He will okay. become a Wolves player for twelve million pounds. Okay. David Ellerton, what are your thoughts on supporters drinking alcohol in their seats at the stadiums? Um, yeah, I'm all for it. I, I, I want to see more of it. More beers, more beers, please. Yeah. Steve Gittins, Bonatini on the bench, uh, but doesn't uh, get on when Jimenez comes off. Why do you think? I don't know. I mean, he might as well have a beer as well, to be honest. <laughs> he's, 
He's just sat there doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. look great for him. Um, it doesn't, does it? And with January coming, um, I'm sure they'll be looking to bring in a striker, I think, the way it's gone. Strange. I mean, it's a strange one, wasn't it? I tell you what, you know, January coming up, it's a, it's a strange one for me that you look at their attacking options. Benicophobi left from last season's squad. Right, they yeah. lost Benicophobi. Um, they lost Alfred and Jai, um, mm-hmm. a physical presence who could pop up in the box for a goal. Yeah, um, and they've lost Barry Douglas, who provided what four or five goals and and fourteen assists. Yeah, um, and the set yeah the set pieces in the corners. Yeah. So those elements of Wolves' attack and play have all gone right. Mm. Your physical midfielder, your striker who can put the ball in the net, um, and your left wing back who can put in a hell of a cross. Right, but they, those those elements haven't been replaced, and I think this is an I think this is a reason behind Wolves' lack of goals, really, because mm-hmm. if you had a phobia to put away that Jimenez chance at Crystal Palace, yeah. I, I think he scores that. Yeah, and then I think looking at the Watford game on Saturday, would Alfred and Jai have been a decent bet to come on? Similar kind of mm-hmm. stature to Watford's midfielders, maybe, perhaps. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there, and then Douglas, like I said, they really miss his, his set pieces. So I think. I think there's issues to be addressed going forward. You know, I know it's more difficult, obviously, to score goals in the Premier League, and Wolves weren't massive, massive, massive scorers by Championship runaway leaders' standards last season. Yeah. But the, I think I think there's questions to be asked there in terms of they've lost quite a few. Like I said, and Jai wasn't replaced. Yeah. They've got Sace and Gibbs White as backup. Yeah. A phobie, not really. Well, Jimenez came in for him, but completely different type of player. And Johnny came in for Douglas, completely different type of player. So they've lost quite a lot of their attacking elements, and I think that's behind the, the lack of goals. Okay, good stuff. Um, Dave Richards asks, heroes, celebrations, or quality street this Christmas? <laughs> I, l- I, l- I love the diverse subject ranges on this uh, podcast. <laughs> heroes, Cadbury's heroes, celebrations, or quality street? Tim, what, what would you go for? Um, just, to, just to remind you, heroes are... Uh, Cadbury's Dairy Milk, Cadbury's Dairy Milk Caramel Twirl Whisper. Yeah, it's Claire, heroes all day long. You can stop there. It's heroes. Cream Egg and Twisted. Um, celebration. I, for me, Quality Street's the last, 100%. Yeah. So that, that's heroes. Celebrations are good as well. Mars, Bounty, Snickers, Galaxy, Galaxy Caramel, Twix, Malteser, Teaser, and Milky Way. It's, it's tough for me, that. You might think that Nathan is reading these off a screen, but uh, those will know those that know the the, uh, the former <laughs> the fat cells in Nathan's stomach that are still there. Yeah, <laughs> um, have them on muscle memory. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a darts player. It's, it's all in the muscle. It's all still there. I can I can I can find my range pretty quickly after a while out. Um, let's have a look. Da, 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 da. Right, there's a couple of questions that we're going to talk about next anyway. So you might have seen a, a brief edit there. That's due to... Well, Tim, why, why don't you explain? Uh, it's had a power cut. Proper power cut? Well, no, a fuse... No, fuse what's... A fuse blue, you know what I mean. Right, okay. So no Wi-Fi. You went... I mean, I was talking to myself for about 15 minutes. <laughs> no, change there text then. me. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, we're uh, back. Right, we're back, question. we're back. We're back, we're back, we're back. Uh, questions, questions, questions. Uh, what's, your, what's your most liked tweet, says at Link's Wolf? Decent question. Um, Decent question. Mine, I think mine, I'm not sure how many it was. Well, it's about 2k um, for um, Carla Kimi being back in remission. Well, sorry, being back in remission. Carla Kimi being in remission. Um, tweeted that news in June, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and people loved that one, obviously. Uh, be- before it. that one, it was the um, the Bodvarsen clap at Anfield. Oh, yes. What, what a clap. 
What what a clap it was! No, that that was a a video of of eight thousand Wolves fans doing the bod clap. That was pretty special. Uh, yeah, I was I was on the pitch with them. So <laughs> giving you, it a big one. Yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah. Keem Keem's when we went to go see him at um, Soyhill Hospice when he came out and it was like one of his first times out in in public, so to speak. So yeah, that was about three point one k. Nice. So Keem's Keem's do, Keem's doing the business on and off the pitch. What a legend! Great mm. to see him out and about as well. Um, he was at the Molyneux, I think, at the unveiling one of the books as well, book launch recently. Steve Steve Plant's latest looking, publication. Uh, looking um, looking the business, looking really really well and, and healthy. So so top man. Uh, right, uh, another question. Eh? We only got a couple more, I think, Tim, before we'll move on. Ooh, good one, Adam Cox. Adam Cox. Coxy baby. Coxy baby. What's your favourite TV show that's currently on Netflix included? Uh, I do like um, big, obviously as you as um, I think Tim will 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 speak out as well. And big fans of um, Stranger Things, which is awesome. Yeah, it's not, it's not really on. It's not really on at the moment, though, is it? Uh, currently on. Okay, well, I've I've just got back into Making a Murderer two. Yeah, uh, what's what's the first one this morning? Oh, excellent news! Uh, yeah, I'm I'm too deep. Um, so looking forward to watch the third. I haven't got round to it yet. Well, I think it's um, going to be quite a dull series that, because um, the, the the problem is that if anything happens now, we'll know about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know yeah. there won't be the intrigue of the first series where I, I refuse to Google what was going on mm. for a bit of a surprise. Do you know what I mean? No, same, same, same. I've I've heard bits and bobs between yeah, filming, me too, so yeah. um, you know I don't know how up to date it is, but they still do a good job and. Um, I mean, this this woman he's got now. I mean, good Jesus, I want to mess with her. She um, looks like a proper proper Trojan. I like uh, I like The Apprentice. Big fan of The Apprentice. Oh, no, okay. And um, I'm celebrity. I'm a celebrity's back soon with Harry. That'd be good. Yeah, so yeah, big Harry. fan of celebrity with Willa, Willa Booby. She's in, isn't she? With um, with with Deck. Yes. Um, and and not there to be. You, fair. you don't want to change a duo. You know, it just doesn't work. <laughs> Hatfield and Spears. <laughs> the uh, the favourite TV show of all time, by the way. Go on. It's got to be Sopranos, isn't it? I've never watched it. You've never watched it. You don't know what it, it is, do you? Never watched it. No, oh, no, it's all Italian mafia kind of stuff. I love that kind of thing. Love, love my Godfather. One of the do you? Oh, you bloody love it, mate. It's brilliant. Oh, one of the best films ever made Godfather and Godfather 2. Godfather 3, horrendous. <laughs> but 1 and 2, brilliant. Absolutely yeah. stunning. Stunning piece of cinematography, Tim. Um, nice. What else? Uh, obviously, waiting for Game of Thrones as well. I do like a bit of Game of Thrones. True, well, true. Not, not currently playing um, at this moment in time. Um, Nathan Bryant, um, um, former employee oh. of the Express and Star. Uh, Nathan Bryant and Big Warsaw. Hit, hit the news this week for uh, calling out Theresa May and her cronies. Hit, really? Yep. Really? How did that hit Now, right, with Oxford Mail, some shenanigans with uh, MPs not showing up for stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Good okay. lad. Um, Connor Ronan, why? Deeply underwhelmed at the moment. That's coming from Nathan Bryant, the Warsaw fan. So he played last night um, at Southend, only second league start. He did okay. Um, his set piece delivery was excellent, really good, um, and and really should the Warsaw should have scored first in the fourth minute. Josh Ginelli missing a um, a free header, really great ball from from Ronan on the right hand side. But but apart from the set pieces, he's not really imposing himself on. You know, on the game, I don't, I don't know where he's going, Tim. I, I don't know because if he can't do it at this level and he can't do it at 
the Premier League level, where is he going in his career? Because he, he is such a talent, but it's difficult to see where he fits in. Mm, he sort of lo- he's lost his way a little bit, and um, he just doesn't he doesn't fit into a three four three. Basically, that's why Wolves have discarded him. Um, I do worry about Morgan Gibbs White as well um, in terms of the same problem not being a natural fit in that three four three, but he's doing okay for now. Ronan. Yeah, he's he's lost his way. I think he'd be a better player in the championship, you know, where there's it's less of a, a less of a slugfest, um, yeah. and there's more football being played. But it's hard for a championship club to take a gamble on him when he's not doing the business in League One. Sure. So disappointing for him that Kenny Jacket didn't get back in for him. Uh, obviously Portsmouth absolutely flying at the top of League One. Um, so he obviously didn't make the required impact there. So yeah, real shame for him. Huge, huge, huge talent. Um, and I would say there's plenty, of time, plenty of time for him to rediscover that mojo yet because he's extremely young. Um, last one from um, at Blozif, a bit, a bit, bit, a bit of a bit of an abuser, but bit of a troll, yeah, yeah, bit of a troll. But has, 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 has a couple of decent moments to be fair to him. So you know, he sent three questions in. We'll read one of them out because um, we love everyone. Tim, we love everyone. Um, Minus one or two, to be fair. Um, how, Tim? How how can you change from the giddy predictions of a possible Champions League run, which you know you just no, talked about Arsenal the no. other week? I was oh, joking. Yes, you did. You tweeted it. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> uh, possible Champions League run to the tempered talk of a top half finish and maybe Euro, Europa League spot just because of one loss. No, uh, yeah, I would I would point out, uh, Mister Blows, if <laughs> that was again, I was joking, everybody. Joking, when, he was joking, was... everyone. He was joking. I was put a tweet out if no one was listening last week saying um, Wolves' Champions League hopes have been dealt a blow by Arsenal's five-one win at Fulham. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. I mean, I predicted tenth, tenth to twelfth for Wolves this season, and. After their great start, I think they can finish top half and, and push towards those European places, which would be, what, seventh yeah. place. Um, and and Watford's, the, the result, Watford result doesn't change that for me. No, it does not. Excellent. Thank you very much for your questions this week. Thoroughly enjoyed them. Fans Parliament, Tim, you've got a little bit to say about it. What sort of subjects, topics came up? What were the answers? Was it a successful one as ever? Uh, I, mean, I don't know, because we weren't there, because we are banned. Um, but from reading the minutes... Um, yeah, there's always some interesting stuff that comes out of it. Primarily, really about this stadium redevelopment. Just an update from Laurie Darimpel, yeah. saying that they are ready to push the button. In the words of your favourite, your favourite Chemical Brothers song. Ah, oh, yes, excellent, um, Sugar Babes. Next summer is it was and continues to be the the time frame really. So they they're confident of getting everything in place so that they can start next summer. But it will be up to the owners to make that decision. There's nothing been set in stone yet at all. Um, but a few more details kind of coming out about it. It seems like the South Bank would take a year to do, that they would build on the back of it during the season so that people could still sit in the South Bank while seats are being added behind it. Um, Liverpool had, you know, did something similar, which which was quoted during the meeting. Um, and then the, the stand will be finished in the summer and the, the two stands would sort of be, as it were, would be connected and finished off in the summer Yeah. to potentially increase from what I gather which wasn't said in the meeting but that, that would be double it in size to 10,000 seats um, and then the Steve Bull not too many not too many details on the Steve Bull yet that's a massive job it's an old stand mm. the land behind it is not ideal to be built on um, all sorts of buildings around there which Wolves don't own etc university yeah, so uh, there's a road there so it's not as easy to build back on a very old steeple stand mm. so that would be a much more bigger job um, details of which I'm sure will follow at some point but it's all um, it's all positive 
No, uh, no talk of a, of a relocation, so to speak. No, he, he mentioned again Molyneux, you know, keen to state Molyneux, and, and we can do it, and we can get to 60,000, he says. So that's um, that's that's pretty much the limit of Wolves' ambitions, surely, for capacity. So if they can fit 60,000 at this Molyneux, then, then they'll do it. I spoke to Bully the other week, and he, said, he, he seems to think that they would get 50 or 60,000, you know, if the stadium was there. I mean... You know, I think you've you've kind of tempered expectations realistically over you know when we've spoken about it before. I mean, do you think that's just the just time going sky? just going on just going on history and going on Wolverhampton's size as a city and Wolves' fan base um, as it stands at the moment? Really, I mean, they'll attract a lot of hangers on, but mm. season ticket holders, oh, I'm not yeah. sure about that. Really, they have to get to Man City's level mm. before they attracted new diehard fans, so to speak, sure. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, the new diehards. Yeah, exactly. So for all those plastics, etc., which will happen, mm. of course, if if wolves get to that level. It is what so, it is. I mean, you know, the, every club yeah. has it, and it's just it's just the nature of the beast, isn't it? Well, you know, great problems to have eh, if they get to that stage. Absolutely right, um, Tim. We uh, we discussed last week about people chatting and letting yeah. you know where yeah. they watch. Oh, I love listen our listeners. To the to the podcast and you know you put a plea out there um, on social media on, on, the, on over the airwaves um, to try and see if people would, would interact with us whether it's um, through pictures or just chatting or just you know emails to see where you know where they listen and, and how they listen I'm absolutely stunned stunned by the response Tim and I think you are too some fantastic fantastic locations Oh, honestly, absolutely blown away by the response. Um, I'm going to try and read, I've collated them all. Uh, hopefully I've collated them all. Uh, I'm going to try and read them out here. So I'm just going Twitter to rattle and through. E- and, and email, tweets and emails. Emails, um, tweets, DMs. Um, Excellent. People, private message on Instagram now, oh, with our new Instagram page. Uh, oh, so yeah, cool. it's, it's all going on. Uh, so yeah. Look forward to it. No, I'm going to rattle through them. So, uh, Joe Huxley uh, was listening while running around Kigali, which is in Rwanda. Very, wow, fair so, play, Joe. <laughs> Can't knock that. Now in Rwanda there. Listen massive to the in Rwanda we are. Uh, Charlie, Hunt, Charlie Hunter working out in the basement on a Friday afternoon. He's oh, pumping some iron, isn't he? Alex, are you going to make a comment after every single one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew Fielding on a flight from Brussels to Manchester. James' illegitimate brother. Simon Rickards was baking, of course he was. Of course he was. Up to his neck in pastry. Uh, Stu Hall was... Mrs, what are you doing? Okay. Oh, she's in. She's in. What's that? Is, that? is that the Mrs? Mrs Spears? Incredible news. Do we, do, do, do we, do we get a response? Do we get a hello? Can no, no she's not allowed to talk. Huh? No, she's not allowed to talk. She's right, I'm going to carry on. You mean you've got a gagged? <laughs> Uh, Simon Rickards, yes, bacon, the master bacon. How big's the ring? Was. How big's the ring? I've got headphones on, she can't hear you. Okay. Uh, Stu Hall yes. uh, in a fa- in a podcast crossover. Oh, hello. Because uh, he's a fancastian, Stu Hall. Yeah, yeah, I know Stewie. Uh, working while wearing a fancast t shirt. Oh, fair play. Uh, and I saw Stu Hall late that, like, that afternoon because he came in and bought a book. And was, he wearing the same, was he wearing the same t shirt? I think so. <laughs> yes, <laughs> come from work. <laughs> No, top left shoe, great to meet you. Uh, Lee Hasdell. Mm-hmm. I live in Holland, so usually doing the stereotypical thing of cycling to work. What's this, the podcast? Through flowers. 
Matthew Scrivens, old Scrivo, our good oh, mate. Oh, Scrivo, we like Scrivo. Uh, he was on the train from Liverpool. Fair play. Decent. Northern Northern Wolf, doesn't give a name, uh, listening from Jeju Island in South what? Korea. So we've, we've had Rwanda, we've had South Korea. Yeah, 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 there's decent more to come. More to come. from the peeps. Uh, Hayden Jevons, on his journey home from work on a Thursday evening, which is a 20-minute train and 40-minute walk. That's perfect. And then a little bit spare when he gets home. Yeah, a little bit, 10 minutes, 10 minutes uh, movie dessert. Uh, Gareth Ratty uh, is at work. He's an architect in Virginia Beach, America. I'm sure his employees are delighted to uh, have a podcast. <laughs> uh, Rob Spicer says, It's difficult to physically pleasure myself, as you suggested, uh, whilst listening, as I tend to listen while commuting in my car on the A1. Slightly disturbing, but we'll, we'll let it go. But cheers, Rob. Appreciate appreciate the, the listen. Jamie Stainer uh, listens whilst replacing a fuse board in Whittick near to Jez Ooh, you nearly went house. there. You nearly went there. Lost you there. Lost you there. Keep going, keep going. Maybe oh, yeah. So, sorry, yeah. Uh, Jamie Stainer whilst replacing a fuse board in Whittick next door to Jez Moxie house. Oh, excellent. That's very apt the day. You, you, the connection nearly went to the fuse board. <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. Uh, Paul Lappage. One of our fuse. Um, what, sorry? Do you ever have a fuse? Chocolate bar? Fuse. Didn't quite work, I don't think, but had had elements of, of, of deliciousness, but didn't quite come together. No, never tried one. No. Oh, okay. People who had... Anyone anyone ever have a fuse? Let me know. Tweet me. Uh, what have we got here? Uh, yeah, um, Paul Lappage, one of our regulars, uh, during my post-lunch walk around the complex in Perland, Texas, at work. Oh, wow. Fair play. Perland, Texas. I wonder if that's near Austin. Is that near Austin? Let me know. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Dan White is in a gym in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, where is it? Uni every week without fail. He says decent effort. Uh, Simon Mills, who tweets a... Liverpool, not John Moores. Simon Mills uh, tweeted a picture while delivering post. He's a postman. Oh, okay, fair play. Love that. Uh, King Wolf is boarding and insulating the loft. Right. Uh, Mark decent, Shipp- decent. Mark Shipley uh, walking the dog. He says always yeah. an extra mile or two when the poddy hits. Ah, oh, fair play. Dogs love it. Dogs appreciate it. Uh, Philippe, Philippe Washington, um, says, I can't quite read out what he's, I can't read you exactly what he says, um, but basically uh, while he's making love with the missus, um, he says, Philippe as well, it's it's, it's French love as well, it's proper passion. Uh, He says there's something about Nathan's voice. Oh, you know. Um, (laughs) There you go. So I hope you're enjoying Philippe. Um, uh, we're coming up to an hour, so keep going. Yeah, keep going, son. Fair play. I'll be fast asleep uh, after eight minutes. Uh, a few more, few more to come. Uh, Bob Dunn uh, was stuck on the M40 car park for thirty miles. Oh no! Sorry, so still, Bob. some of his journey was without your dulcet tones to see the soothe the stress. Oh, okay. You can always repeat one, play it back, listen to it again. Yeah. Uh, Michael Walton was washing up. Yeah, decent. Uh, Stephen Wells is in Bocas del Toro, Panama, with a beer. Wow. Uh, he says, I've loved listening to the podcast around South America for the last seven months, and I'm going to continue to listen around Central America. Um, great way to life. keep tabs on me babies. On um, me babies. I think he means babbies. Um, yeah, babies. <laughs> but yeah. Um, These are superb, by the way. I'm uh, stunned. M- Millie, the working cocker spaniel... <laughs> <laughs> tweeted now, have we? to say uh, when dad takes me for a walk <laughs> so. uh, we had a couple more on uh, Instagram yeah 
I'm gonna try and read those out. I don't want to miss. Yeah, anybody. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get the Instagram people, and you can't, you can't, you know, sort it out and then not, not, not relay the messages. Uh, Bennett A95 uh, listening in Birmingham Airport mm. departure lounge on his way to Copenhagen. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Wolves on tour. Yep. I listen on my over 100 kilometer commute into work into Toronto every day. That is brutesky, but you're going to a fabulous city, so you know, at, least you've got, at least you've got a jewel in the crown at the end of the journey. Uh, and finally, finally, my favourite, my particular favourite, uh, which was Alex Yates, uh, who's listening in the car uh, <laughs> whilst getting a car wash. Uh, and eating prawn cocktail crisps. Oh, living the dream. Uh, and he sent right a picture, there. which I'll tweet out. That was a fantastic Brilliant. picture in the middle of the car wash. Um, he says, uh, for your benefit, Judah, it was a platinum wash. Oh, good lad. Yeah, you, you got to have a little bit of um, a little bit of lemon polish at the end of that uh, that par- car wash. That, a little bit of wax. Um, I don't think I've ever had prawn cocktail crisps. Right, Mrs. is going now. She's got changed. Right, see you later. Is she gone? Is she? Yeah. She- <laughs> Oh, there you go. There you go. Bye. Bye. Bye, Mrs. Spears. Bye. It's Thompson. Uh, uh, right, anyway. Yep. Pretty good effort, hey? Yeah, I can't knock that. Superb, to be fair. Very, very, very good. Um, peeps. And also, you know, you still still bring them in. I mean, people haven't responded yet. Please let us know. I mean, this isn't just like the end of the segment. We want people to know, people to tweet. We love it. Keep coming. The weird and wackier, the better, please. Very much so. Have you got any questions or emails, or is, is, did that encompass everything that we wanted to, to achieve? We've got some emails. I'll rattle through them here. Uh, Darren May, uh, one of our regulars, sent through a very nice email uh, with a bit of a summary of the Watford game. Mm-hmm. He says Ruben Vanagra was a shining light. He was loved correct. his energy and his willingness to beat his man. Okay, I lost you there slightly, but but carry on. Uh, yeah, Vanagra. He just said he loved his energy and his yep. willingness to beat his man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Took his opportunity well. Mm. Uh, Hayden Jevons, oh, who was contributed to where we were listening from, yeah, regular, uh, s- regular listener, sent us a very nice email. Um, I meant to get in touch sooner, but I don't have any questions for you. Okay. Um, that leaves me with sending you abuse, but I can't. Oh. Uh, there are plenty of mean things I could say, but I'm just too oh. nice. I would lose sleep at night worrying that you might be upset by what I had said. Uh, we've got thick skins. Uh, he loved the recent Abuse of the Week segment starring, starring Ollie the Cat. Okay, excellent. Uh, he finds it a very hit and miss segment, oh. uh, but that was just brilliant. He says. <laughs> anyway, he said. Uh, <laughs> um, last week, I think I scared the young woman sat opposite me yeah. on the train. This is uh, because my laughter, which reached indescribable levels of creepiness, uh, from the in-depth analysis of Phoebe's drawing. If you remember that one. Oh yeah. Uh, which had me in stitches. He said. Excellent. Good uh, and he also says his brother is called Nathan. Oh, superb! Excellent. Good name. Um, Phoebe, I feel like Phoebe needs to maybe um, keep on drawing. Maybe maybe once a month, maybe we can um, we can maybe publicise and tweet her um, what 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 she decided to write and, and draw. What do you reckon? Because I, I did enjoy the portrait of you. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen her since, um, and I, I don't I don't want to tell her about it because then she'll want to listen, and she can't listen to this podcast. She's eight years she old. She can't. No, she can't. No, okay. not with some of the uh, innuendos and double okay. entendres that, that you come up with. That I come up with. <laughs> the book. Uh, one of our regulars, Gerardino Gambone oh, from the Philippines. Uh, he wow. says um, Christmas celebrations start on September the first. Um, malls have got their Christmas decorations up, um, and because I'm an easy touch, mm. I'm a foreigner because I, I'm seeing as an easy touch. Carol singers come around and sing. I have this every night until Christmas Eve. He says. 
What, from September? Yeah, so, uh, you know, um, we haven't talked about Christmas, but that is good to know. Cheers, uh, so, <laughs> I don't quite understand where that email's come from or what it's no, about. No, me neither. It's basically good to know just said, I get colourless for, for three months. No, he does update us on Filipino life every now and then, which we really oh, appreciate. Okay. Okay, um, I'm still waiting for our beers and our wine and our whiskey. And our <laughs> you promise, but it's fine. Uh, Gareth Ratty uh, mm. emails as well. He was the architect who we just read that a minute ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel compelled to let you both know that I usually listen to your podcast whilst at work. I'm an architect in America, Virginia Beach. I grew up in Wolverhampton in the Whittock area, oh, uh, and after uni left the UK and now reside in VA Beach. Oh, nice, beautiful, beautiful. Um, you guys are my go-to for anything to do with wolves. Thank you very much. Um, a couple of questions. Yeah. Did you ever frequent Blast Off back in the day? No idea what that is. Ah, oh, no. Uh, it's it's a club in Wolverhampton. Well, it was a club in Wolverhampton. It was the go-to place every was Saturday it? night. And Gareth, yes, I could tell you some stories. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I grew up in Blastoff. Really? Oh, I became a man. Oh, in more ways than one. You know. Really? That I mean, just, place? From from 16 onwards, I would just be there every Saturday night. Really? I, I had my first ever proper drink in Blastoff, which was Newcastle Brown Ale. Oh, gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> before, I set, before I turned 18, it always used to be um, a massive struggle to get in every Saturday night. Sometimes I didn't make it in. What, because you were underage or because you were smashed? Uh, underage. I couldn't grow any facial hair at that point. Oh, um, great. But I remember, I remember, we we always used to swap shirts and stuff and do all that malarkey and go around the corner and then try again. Oh goodness! Um, <laughs> but I remember one time uh, I didn't get in it. My, my mate was like, um, "Put your collar up on your jacket and try and look really moody." <laughs> so I did that, and it's kind of stuck with me ever since, really. <laughs> oh, the, the moody. So I got in. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Gareth also asks, uh, "Who would win between you two and arm wrestle?" Oh, goodness me. I don't really know. I'm not really an arm wrestling type of person. I'm more of a lover than Shock. a fighter. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to... I'd have to... It's difficult. I don't know. What's your, what's your arm strength like? Uh, it's not It's not that the best. No, I think it would be a disappointing contest regardless, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be great. Uh, we'll try our next one when it's together. Yeah, we'll try. Yeah, we'll put it together. We'll put it together. Right. Are we done? Are we done? Are we done? We'll have to leave Charlie Hunter till next week. Howling Wolf, because he was so kind um, to send us the USB. Um, he's got a quick question about Connor Cody. I'm convinced he should be in any England squad which plays three at the back. Do you think he's good enough for an England team that plays four at the back? Uh, I would say no. I um, would agree with that. We've never seen him at centre half uh, in the back four, so I don't think he, I don't think he could be called up for England on that on that regard. Okay, good stuff. Right, um, got to got to move quickly here. Um, poor effort by me um, by the time situation here because we are running late. Um, very quick. Um, iWatch is still here, still waiting to be to be earned to, to be to be won. So quickly, Tim, uh, Liverpool against Cardiff. First goal scorer, please. Salah. Salah and Brighton against Wolverhampton Wanderers. First goal scorer, please. Jimenez. Salah and Jimenez will win someone on iWatch. All they have to do is retweet as myself or Timothy's tweets about this podcast. You will be entered into the draw. Retweet both or however many times we do and you will earn multiple entries. We will let you know one o'clock on Saturday. Right, it's Brighton against Wolves. Uh, Wolves favourites to go into the game. Um, 17 to 11 with the bookmakers. 2 to 1. Or just bigger, uh, Brighton nine to four. The draw. Wolves looking to 
to rebound really after a disappointing result um, and this is this is a cracking game to go and do it um, saying that they're going to have to play better than they did on Saturday uh, Tim how do you see things going um, well uh, Glenn Murray should be missing which is a huge thing to oh, kind of kick huge. off with um, uh, not what you want of course because uh, a really nasty uh, incident last weekend um, when he had to be taken off at Newcastle an aerial collision earlier in the game um, mm. really nasty one but he's okay, thank God. Um, but yeah, with concussion, you've got to be out for seven days. So I'd be really surprised if he featured. Like I said, you don't want any player to miss a game in those circumstances. But no. that's definitely a positive for Wolves. Yeah, for sure, um, absolutely. Brighton he very scoring. Cons- he's not, not sexy at all, is he? But you know, you, you play in pr- fancy Premier League every week. He'll score you ten goals a season. Yeah, definitely. And he's key to how Brighton play, so he'll be a miss. And um, they're very good at home. I mean, last season they had the worst away record in the Premier League, and it, it was their home form that kept them in the division. Absolutely. They've gone to St James's Park and won last weekend. Yeah, but generally they're very good at home. They won they won twenty nine points at home last season, so that's where the bulk of their points came from. You know, they're not yeah. massive scorers, but but they don't let many in either as well. They're pretty they're like Wolves in that regard. So it might not yeah. be a classic. Um, they've got some they've got some very consistent players who just you wouldn't call outstanding, and you wouldn't necessarily say you're going to get in the England squad or whatever. But um, and, and not really household names either. You know, guys mm-hmm. like Stevens, Kyle, March. Duncan Duffy at the back. You got Bruno and Bong who are still there at, at fullback. You know they were yeah. there from the Championship days, yeah. um, and they've added a bit Knockout. of flair in um, Isquierdo, mm-hmm. um, Lockardia who came very close to joining Wolves yeah, um, yeah, last January. Uh, I think it was, or no, the August before that, and then he went to Brighton last January. Um, Knockart, yeah, he tends to be on the bench, uh, but. He's played, no, he's played most games, hasn't he? Knockout. He was on the bench last week. Maybe last week, but I think he's played the majority of the games on the right-hand side. Not so he front. he may feature, Lockerdee will certainly feature if, if Murray's out. But yeah, it's they'll be very organised, they'll be hard yeah. to break down. Um, but they won't they won't be the scariest team that Wolves have played at, at the other end either. So for me, you know, if, if Wolves approach it with the form and the organisation that, that they've showed in recent weeks, then, um, then they can go there and win, certainly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, Wolves, Wolves were, were well and truly beaten last time we were there. Can you remember? It wasn't wasn't a great evening. It's football. They were poor, I think, weren't they? Uh, I think they were the last time we were there. Did they? Last time I was there, they got beat. Which one? Oh, no. I've seen them win 1-0 and lose 1-0. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Well, lose 2-0 when they got relegated, actually, one year. But uh, um, I won't speak about that. They're going to be well organised, though. I mean, let's let's talk about... The team then, look, I mean, we've talked about, about Jota and, and whether he will be the one to make way. I think there's I think there's, there's three ways you look at it. One, Jota goes and you bring in Cav. Two, option two, which I think could happen as well. I think he might take Costa out, you know, and play both Cav and Traore. And I still think you can't rule out him playing 10 in a row and sticking with it and say, right, that was a that was a down game. Let's go again. Let's see what you're made of. Here's your chance to redeem yourself and, and play exactly the same team, Tim. No, you, you can't really that because Nuno's very stubborn. Um, but f- for me, it would be option two, which is bringing Cavalier for Jota. I don't think he'll start Traore um, at a difficult away game, mm-hmm. a tight, difficult away game. I think yeah. I think Traore's your man on the bench to kind of um, try and stretch the play as, as it goes on in this particular one. For me, um, so I think I think Cavalera for Jota is, is your change. Just the I one th- change. Yeah, it's. I really hope he does it. I really hope he does it. It's. it's mm. I think it's crying out for it. 
How are you getting there? What's the situation? Uh, a lot of people asking whether you're going to be out and about or are you, is, is it a one day trip? I mean, you know, you've had the boss in the background. She, she's made her, her podcast debut. Has she, you know, laid, put her foot down, you know, and, and said, no, you've got to be back on the night. What's the situation? No, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what I'm doing yet. I might, I might stay over. Mm. I might mm. stay over. Do you know what you're doing? I've got options. I mean, I can stay over. I can also, I've got options in London as well, or I can come back on the night. So I'm flexible. In, in more ways than one, Timothy. Excellent. We shall see. Now, uh, now I, I know what you're going to do here. You're going to wrap it up, aren't you? I'm, I'm close to wrapping it up. I've got one more thing to mention, but apart from that, um, then, then, then I'm, I'm on the wrapping up stage, yes. I want to spend, and if people want to switch off now, that's fine, but I'm going to spend about three minutes here. Um, three minutes paying tribute to our first ever follower on Instagram. I think he deserves this moment in the sun. When I'll, we give you, put, I'll grant you that. I'll grant you that. No problem at all. When we put this out during last week's podcast, we said uh, early on in the podcast, "This is our new Instagram, Wolf's Poddy." And Judy, you remember we were we were in the office, and um, you remember it very well. The, the podcast had pu- been published online, and within five minutes, there's Thomas Duffy, our first ever follower. Thomas Duffy. But do you know what? I I I really like this guy, and he's got he's got he's got a fantastic uh, Instagram profile. It's almost which, like we handpicked him, but this is true, isn't it? This is exactly what happened. Which we did say last week that we would peruse and pour mm. over. Yeah. Um, so I've put together a bit of a fact file, really, uh, about Thomas Duffy. Uh, ten facts. Um, ten facts. Judah, I've just sent you some pictures, so you know okay. who we're discussing here. Okay. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. But Thomas Duffy, having looked through his fantastic Instagram profile, and anyone who wants to follow him, I think you should. He's Thomas Duffy eighty seven. Uh, and there's a lot to say about Thomas so we'll crack on with uh, number one (laughs) I've just got these pictures (laughs) number one uh, Thomas enjoys uh, drinking Carling Cider yes he does Uh, and also Bovril as well in a vasen huachin which I don't know where that is but it sounds exotic so we'll just we'll start we'll start with the light ones and then Mm -hmm. we'll keep going so yeah loves Carling Cider and Bovril yeah uh, which is good um Thomas recently went on a holiday in uh, Thailand, uh, where he became the unofficial king of kayaking, uh, as he t- <laughs> as he said, um, <laughs> the self uh, self announced self announced king of kayaking, uh, which he said alongside the picture which I've just sent you, Judah. Brilliant, Lo- loving it, loving it. Uh, he also spent a recent weekend in Minehead. That's uh, very nice. Yeah, so yeah, uh, number three, uh, Thomas recently met the official Dulux dog. Oh, superb news! Looks very <laughs> prim and proper. I think he's in work clothing there because looks very looks very different to his um, slightly, um, shall we say, laddish pictures. Yeah. Of the first two that you, that you yeah. sent me. But yeah, that um, apparently like... is the official Dulux dog according to his Instagram right. post. Right, love it, love it, love it. Uh, number four, uh, he's a big fan of Emmerdale. Uh, and recently went to visit uh, Emmerdale and was pictured with the official sign. Saying that, it looks looks very much to me like his the, the picture is actually a photograph that he's got in the Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, uh, Thomas, so like uh, that one off. what happened there? Uh, but he's clearly a fan anyway. Yes. Um, number Terrible four. Number four, he uses um, surf fabric softener. Right. Okay. <laughs> Interesting fact. Uh, he uh, took a picture on Instagram um, saying yeah. that he was about to use it. So <laughs> good to know these things. Any um, likes on that, uh, that that picture? No, not many. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> Number five. Uh, yeah. He enjoys uh, Radox Muscle Soak in his bath, um, oh, and when he has who, a shower, who doesn't Tim? Who doesn't? When he has a shower, he's more into Funky Farm Shower Gel. 
according to one of his pictures. Okay. <laughs> this is this is the kind of stuff that this he posts. <gasps> Number six. Uh, he has In a dog. Six. It's he like, has a dog it's called. Like um, he has a dog called Willow. Right. Nothing who enjoys that. who enjoys swimming and is five years old. Yeah, good shot. Uh, but, but he's scared of fireworks. He's exactly like Baloo. He's exactly like Baloo. <laughs> Loves swimming. He's five years old, soon to be six, and he's scared of fireworks. Number seven. Uh, In got a, seven. A lovely partner called Gemma. They've been together ten years. They'll never last. Uh, and they recently celebrated with a glass of bubbly in the middle of a lake. Oh, beautiful. Which is very nice. Um, number eight. Um, number eight. He could possibly be good friends with Nathan Judah. Oh, go on. He, he enjoys NFL and oh, yeah. his music taste reads like <laughs> like you're looking at Judah's uh, Spotify list. Go on. What's Spotify? <laughs> Take That. Yeah. Celine Dion. Oh, yes, of course. Backstreet Boys. This Is this me? NSYNC. Yes. New Kids on the Block. Oh, my goodness me. A1. Yes. That is awful. Michael Bublé. Nothing wrong with a bit of Bublé. Five. We'll make you get down. And Craig Davis. Craig, Craig David. David. Uh, he tweeted out a recent picture of Craig David's greatest hits saying, can't stop listening to this after Saturday's epic comeback. Hashtag rewind. Wow. Um, and in 2014, he... Um, <laughs> what did he do? No, 2013, he tweeted a picture of a five, a uh, picture of the band Five, saying, yeah. off, "Off to see these bad boys tonight." Oh, and they are bad boys <laughs> in more ways than one. So yeah, uh, dodgy yeah, music taste. What, a, what but... a guy for our first follower! <laughs> I mean, um, you can't get you can't get better than that. Two to go. Number nine. He may yeah, or may nine. may or may not dye his hair. Um, <laughs> In 2014, he, he Instagrammed a picture saying, great win for the boys, think it's a football thing. Yeah. Uh, someone um, sent him a message saying, have you dyed your hair, Tom? Uh, to which there was no reply. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. So maybe not dye his hair. And number 10. In terrible special prize. Uh, my personal favourite. Yeah. Thomas Duffy, our first follower on Instagram, yeah. at Wolf's Wolf's Poddy, yeah. plays up front... Number nine for Stafford Town. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, the ex, uh, ex-FC Stafford, Tap and Spile FC and Stafford Riverway frontman now plays number nine for Stafford Town and scored the uh, other week, actually. So did he? Very Fair well play. Indeed. Oh, oh. That deserves a round of applause. <laughs> So, um, our first follower, Thomas Duffy. There's so much to love about this guy. Oh, Tom! What you've you've got? You've 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 replaced Tommy as my favourite Tom on the podcast. <laughs> listening to the podcast, that is superb. Great effort. Right. We're so one yeah. Hour and fifteen minutes in, Tim. Yep. So we need to go. We need to go. Okay. Uh, it's been yeah, a pleasure, no, though. Yeah. No, it's been um, it's been absolutely fantastic. It's I'll been emotional. And what what I would like to say before we do go is we will be giving putting out a podcast next Wednesday. Do you know what next Wednesday is, Tim? Uh, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Uh, I know you're a big Halloween advocate. It's going to be a special episode, not just because it's Halloween, because, you know, I, I, I do enjoy it as one of my favourite nights of the year. But we may, we should, we probably will have a very special announcement for podcast listeners on Wednesday. We'll get the podcast out early. 
we're going to have a very it's not, exciting it's not me, announcement. It's not me getting married. It's not you getting married, no. Um, hopefully we'll have some very interesting and special news for everyone listening to us. So please watch and listen to this space, which um, leaves me to say one more thing. Tim, it's Wolves, it's Brighton. Can we give me a T score, please? Uh, one all, I think. One one, really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say Wolverhampton Wanderers two, Brighton and Hove Albion one, and then a big night on the pier. Do you remember last time I went to Brighton downstairs in that club? that student club? Oh my that goodness! Student club. Wowza. Oldest people in there. Wowzer! One one a.m. Me and you on a Saturday night, on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Yeah, that was dodgy. Uh, yeah, it's dodgy. Well, we'll have, we'll have fun and games. Fingers crossed. Three points this weekend. It's been a pleasure. So it's been a bit longer than usual. Hope you stayed with us. From myself, from Tim, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>